It is Tuesday, November 9th, and we're about to get all existential on your ass. Welcome to Sometimes with Jimmy and Dom. It's all about what's happening now in the multiverse. Yeah, here we go. I feel like our show would be nothing without this bop of an intro. Seriously, I, I, I hate to say this, because but it's true. Yeah. The theme song is my favorite part of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. I get it. New choice. <laughs> uh, the theme song is my favorite part of my life. New choice. Uh, the, the theme song is the only reason I'm still alive. Perfect. I was trying to new choice theme song, but you kept going with the final part. <laughs> uh, for those who haven't been keeping up with the actual podcast, uh, uh, Dom and I have been adding some improv games to our show. Uh, and by by improv games, I mean one. Yeah. And we didn't want people to, you know, the thing was, is we were like, you know what? We are, we are, we are too cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? We have to, we Dom, have to I, add an improv. I kind of want to be known as the new choice boys. Like I the want new- you and I to go into a business meeting. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm dead. The new, the new choice. choice boys. The new choice boys. Sounds- <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I did my ugly laugh. <laughs> That's- the new, the new choice boys <laughs> sounds like some sort of like really <laughs> either either like a hyper yeah. hyper religious musical <laughs> or a hyper anti-religious musical it, or there's both. something to do with abortion in there like yeah yeah they told the you <laughs> but it's some it's something we can't even it like lights come down Sp- we're in a theater it's it, it, the <laughs> the stage is lit up lights turn down suddenly a second later quicker than should even be possible a spotlight in the middle of the a spotlight in the middle of the stage highlights me. I'm the standing there and I've got my arms crossed in front of me, not uh not up high, down low, sort of like the holding my wrist in front of my dick look. And I say into the microphone, I wish I had echo effects on here. They told you that you had a choice between adoption or abortion. <laughs> We are here to show you a new spotlight pops up. It's a balcony above me. You didn't even realize the stage was this large. And that's where Dominic is. He throws his arms out to the side and yells, a new choice. (laughs) That's (laughs) alternative commercial. I, I just imagine a high school. Okay. Flash on like. The popular girls eating at their table. Flash on, and they look up and notice something. Flash on the the jocks by the lockers. (laughs) They turn, they notice something. Flash on kids like playing video games. Look up, notice something in shock. And they're like, you thought you didn't have options. (laughs) 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 You thought... There was only one way to go, but now introducing, and it's just you and me in like leather, leather <laughs> jackets. 
<laughs> it's like the new choice. The new boys. choice boys. And we're just Did doing we just like a start pose. a cult? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, okay, so what I was actually gonna say with it is I wanna be known as the new choice boys to the point we can go anywhere and people expect it. Like we could <laughs> we could be oh apparently there's a uh, there's a typo in the title. I gotta I gotta go check that out. Uh, uh, we could let's see. There are people who believe they make up different universes. There are people. Uh, I haven't even introduced you to this yet. What yeah, is the? I'm uh, excited. I mean, Jimmy's got something to to show me, and he's been talking about it, but he's oh, purposely not shown me or talked about it until we're live. So this is going to be as much of a surprise yeah. for me as it is everyone else. Yeah, it's it's. Oh, I, uh, the people, well, the people who got our texts already know, but anyway, I want to be like in a business meeting with you and somebody, and then it's like with like Hulu or something and Hulu's like, so why should we have you on our platform? And I'm sitting there and I'm going, look, you put us on our platform. We cover something you've never seen before. Animals who are dest animals training to be circus clowns. And you just go, new choice. New choice. And I'm just sitting there like, fuck, I got to pitch a brand new show. <laughs> yeah. That, that and like, and then like, it's time for negotiations. Yeah. Like, How much do you want for this? Like, 12 we'll give million. You a million. New choice. <laughs> we'll give you 3 million. New choice. Oh, now you're new choicing them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll give you $12. Deal. <laughs> no. Like, what? No, just wait a second. Like, you're thinking about it. New choice. <laughs> Real low. Real good and Real low. low. Thank, Real low. Thank you, by the way, for the, uh, 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 the sum. Yeah, it added a W to sometimes, but it's an, it's a common was it, mistake. Was it sometimes? It was, it, no, it was like some, sometime moves, sometime oh. muse, I think it was, or it might have been sometime was. All right, listen. I like some twimes. Some twimes. <laughs> Welcome to the swum time. Swum time. Swum twimes. <laughs> the swum twimes show. Some twimes when we touch. <laughs> this show is nonsense. Oh, man. <laughs> I was so excited for this thing that I found on Reddit that usually we would just do a regular podcast, record it. I was like, let's live stream it, and I'm going to pull up. My fancies, my fancy, uh, Dom, by chance, do you have anything nearby you can like see the screen on, see what's happening? It doesn't oh, sure. matter if you don't, because it's just text. It's just text stuff, but I I'll be reading it anyway. Okay. Or maybe if you have a laptop around, you just go and you pull up the same subreddit. I I is yeah. that a possibility? Sure. I just need to, I just want to, I need to know what we're doing, Jimmy. Okay, get a get a get get Reddit up. That's supposed to be the case anyway, because like when we're doing this thing, we're usually looking through the news. Let's see, is there any exciting news while Dom gets his laptop up? Uh, I don't really. Everybody's just still talking okay, about I'm what up. happened at Astro World. I already talked about that on my like Twitch live stream kind of stuff. It's just a yeah. sad thing, and you're just like, what do you even keep talking about with this? It's just yeah, so sad. Well. You know, it's kind of interesting though. Um, it, it, it's, it's interesting. So what I know about it, and, and honestly, I've only seen headlines, I'll admit. 
Yeah. It was uh, an accidental trampling, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it was a few things and more and more is coming out. But some people got trampled. Some people got compressed, as in the crowd was so trying to push forward to the stage that people got crushed standing up. And would, oh, that's terrible. And, and so a lot of people passed out from that. And then some of the people who passed out died. There's also the possibility that, uh, so the new development on it is that somebody was handing out fake drugs with um, fentanyl. Oh, fent- yeah, 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 yeah. That stuff will yep. fuck you up real good. That'll, that'll, th- that stuff, to give you an idea, that stuff is so potent. Oh, like, yeah. When it's it's something like a thousand times more potent than morphine. Yeah, it's really it's 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 insane. And it's it's I remember when I was in the jails, um, they had like someone had snuck some and then tried to hide it and just kind of dusted it around their bed. And a police officer like went to just straighten the sheets and a little bit got in his face and he completely passed out from it. It's very, very intense. That's yeah, that's horrible. But uh, what's interesting, though, is that, you know, that, that isn't this isn't the first time in music history that the, this kind of thing happens. There was like a famous Who concert. Yeah, the Who, right? Back in 1979, yeah, I think. Yep. Yep. The same thing. People. It was general. Eleven admission. people killed in that one. Yes, it was. It was general admission. And all these people were lined up by the door. And then they opened the doors and everyone started running in because, you know, general admission, it's it, the sooner you get there, the better seat you get. And yeah, people were trampled, which was not cool. And then um, in there was also like, I think it was, I don't remember what concert it was. Maybe I don't think Woodstock, the Rolling Stones hired Hell's Angels as their security for a show one time. And did it? Which, and then was it horrible, or was it the? Was did it go better than ever? Because like, no, if you feel like terrible. it could go either way. Okay, it was terrible. I have a friend in uh, in Fort Collins who's a comedian, and he he has this joke about. I don't know if people know this, but but the Hell's Angels are are very uh, bigoted, you know, anti LGBTQ and and all this stuff. Allegedly, like, no, I'm kidding. They are. Yeah. Well, he goes. He goes. He goes. Wow. You know, it's kind of ironic that, uh, you know, a group of people who have a representative in the village people are so anti-LGBTQ. You know, he's like, even the name, Hell's Angels, Little Naughty, Little Nice. (laughs) Just a little. That's a little gay. All right. Well, (laughs) anyway, I've already I've already pissed off bikers on this channel to the point that I have to be careful where I go when I visit Wyoming. So, yeah, exactly. You know, we don't we don't got to push us any further. Uh, You know, I'm not as far as news goes. There's not a bunch of stuff. Yeah, there's some developments. Yeah, there's some reasons to look at like Travis Scott and like, hey, you seem to kind of encourage dangerous behavior at concerts. That's something. Uh, the Kyle Rittenhouse thing is going terribly. That kid. I mean, I called it before it started, though. The the kid's gonna get off. There's no way. There, I, the, the the thing is that the system isn't built to issue any consequences to anything where you can just go like, I was real scared, so I had to kill him. Uh, <laughs> our our system is ridiculous and stupid, and and Kyle Rittenhouse is almost certainly. Uh, going to face no consequences. Whether people think he should have faced like full murder consequences or whatever, you all can have that debate. I think he's a murderer. Uh, I mean, there's just so much about it too, where you're like, 
You fucking came from out of town to supposedly protect a business. And then you got all hard nippled and were like, now I want to go and strut through the street where this protest is happening with my gun and not stay here and protect the business I'm supposedly here to protect. Uh, and and it, it, it's it's kind of like it. you look like you went looking for someone to shoot and then you found someone to shoot. And plus all of this stupid white supremacy shit that's happened since then and you're just sitting there going like, oh, it, it, it feels like, it almost feels like, um, oh, what was the name of that fucking dude from Making a Murderer? Like even if you could justify this as self-defense, now that he's going to get away with it, now that it, he's going to just be like, all right, now the next one. Though I guess in Making the Murderer, he was actually innocent the first time, but then <laughs> dude definitely did it the second time. I don't know why people pretended that that was a doing. Well, I don't know about this one because the last <laughs> one was, nah, that dude fucking, anyway. Uh, so that's news stuff. That's I really, murders. that's what he does. He do, he do be murdering though. He do be murdering though. I, it do be like that sometimes. That was the original title of today's episode. And then yeah. I changed it. It, do. it. He do be murdering. No, the original title was literally, it do be like that sometimes. That's the first title I put for this stream. And then I, uh, I, I changed it to. What we're actually talking about. I actually wrote a little intro that I thought I was going to play during the music. And then I just went off on a tangent. Like the music was going to be going still. And I was going to be like, this is the world that we live in. Or is it? You could have sworn you left the keys on the counter last night. But this morning they're on the couch. Did you forget? Or did you actually switch consciousness to universes, to a universe that is identical in every way except for where you left your keys. Now, this sounds absurd, right? Like that a was, made up, like yeah. almost like a funny, like, man, this would be a Tom Cruise movie I'd regret seeing. Uh, like that one where he's basically in a real life video game and it keeps resetting. Right. That's what I was referring to. Anyway, this is a real thing. There are people who believe that things that they remember differently from the past. You may have heard of it called the Mandela effect in the past. Yes. There are people who believe they are basically travelers of the Mandela effect. So the Mandela wow. effect is this idea that like, uh, for example, a lot of people remember uh, the Berenstein Bears as the Bernstein Bears or or vice versa. I don't remember how it exactly goes, but they think that the name was slightly different and that the universe, that their memory isn't flawed because a lot of people have this sort of collective memory of, of something wrong happening, but that it isn't that their memory is flawed. They believe that the universe, we actually switch dimensions. But there are people mm. who believe that they're doing this constantly. Wow. Correct. In fact, <laughs> I'm not kidding. When you go to this subreddit we're going to be be taking a look at, yeah, they actually have uh, like rules against – let me see if I can find where I saw it before. Because there was like a – when I first went in, there was this thing where they were like, we have banned – you saying phrase. Oh yeah, yeah. Note. 
Due to repeated arguing of the point, the phrase, just because you never heard of something doesn't mean it's a Mandela effect or similar, is not welcome here as a violation of rule number nine. They're literally going like, you don't even get to entertain the idea that these people's ego can't handle remembering different. But there are these people. (laughs) We've got to start reading these posts. This thing is going to just blow y'all's mind. And I want want everybody... LOL, we remember it as Berenstein Bears, but it's Berenstain. Fine. Fine. Right. And that's and and honestly, it's like because collectively a lot of people have an experience of Stein or Steen being a common ending to a last name, and they all presumed that these bears were Jewish. <laughs> it's <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know what are the you know what are the two things of the Mendel? I don't I don't believe in the Mandela effect at all, but, um, but he's, he's going to, but he's going to sow some doubt now. I don't believe no, in the no, Mandela no, no, no. effect at all. Doubt. I'm not sowing doubt. I'm just kidding. The two that, cause, cause uh, my kids love it. They love, Oh, look at this. Look at this. Look at this. The two that, that, um, were like, Oh, cause, cause my thought is just like, Oh wow. I always thought that. And it turns out it's not the case. The two that really got me were, um, um, there's no, uh, what are they called? Gourd, there's no gourd in the Fruit of the Loom logo. Okay. That one I was like, what? I always remember there being a gourd. I never studied the logo logo that much. And then um, that one, and also Curious George never had a tail. Yeah, I, 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 not, not either a thing that I remember anything about. Yeah, I just, those are the two that I was like, oh, interesting. <laughs> For the record, people who were like, Jewish bears? What are they talking about? Stein, Steen, S-T-E-I-N is a common uh, suffix to Jewish name. So, Oh, wow. I figured people would know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I assume people do, but on the off chance they don't know, I don't need to get canceled because somebody thought I was making an edgy Jew joke. Yeah, <laughs> with my with my edgy Jewish co-host with me here. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah it's that it is an actual who, like common wine. Who, by the way, wine very hard at that joke. Yeah, and that makes it okay. Yeah, well, <laughs> that, um, that argument's no, never I mean, been used. Flawed. Stein, there's like there's like a whole thing of uh, in Jewish culture of people asking if it's Steen or Stein. Oh yeah. That's true yeah. too. That's true too. Yeah, and especially because the two spellings are either E I N or I N E. Yeah. All right. Let's read some of these. You've all what been re- so good. Wait, I want to know what this Reddit thing is. It is R slash retconned. R E T C O N N E D. Because oh, ret- the new the new idea retconned? is that yeah retcon. So a retcon is like. Uh, you'll have an established fact about, say, Spider-Man, that he's okay. left-handed, and then they retcon him and make him right-handed. Okay, so it is just people on the internet changing arbitrary facts? No, 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 no. Retcon happens like in an actual story where they're like, yeah, we know we established forever ago that Spider-Man was left-handed, but we're actually changing that characteristic about him. It's done by the actual oh. storytellers. Could that would that count like in a movie? And this happens all the time. In a movie where somebody dies and then they make a sequel and then the person's just back, and you're just left to assume that like 
you know, them getting their heads severed off didn't kill them all the way. I I suppose that could be, yeah, that, that, because sometimes a retcon is just the result of lazy writing, but basically, so here's the actual definition. Revise retrospectively, typically by introducing a piece of new information that imposes a different interpretation of previously described events. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, I mean, you could argue with The Mandalorian, the Boba Fett coming back is a bit of a retcon. I mean, you granted never see him die, he gets eaten by the Sarlacc. Right. It's they never establish his death, so there's not really a revision there, but you could do a retcon where it's like you do establish his death. And then it's like, but actually, right. The, the, the one that, the one that comes to mind now, and this is one that's going to be hot with the audience. Hot. Yeah. Is, uh, in the old show, Roseanne. <laughs> oh yeah. This audience definitely watched a ton of the old that, show. That's, Roseanne. That, that's what I'm saying. I know this audience yeah. of all audiences, this audience is like, oh yeah, Roseanne, the show that I grew up with. I mean, you know, Danny before I was born, Danny is a character on there. I believe. Yeah, yeah. John Goodman's character, the the end episode of Roseanne, like the the way the season end like the show ended is uh John Goodman's character has a heart attack and dies. Oh, right. That's like how the show ends is John Goodman has a heart attack and dies. Yes. And then now all these years later they've revised it with the Connors. Yeah. And it's Roseanne that's dead. Well, and, and Roseanne the, the, wasn't dead initially. Right. She died because she started saying racist things. Right, right. And, and then, then started her. going just absolutely bonkers. And then they were like, yeah, so you're just going to not be on the show anymore. And the, so she died of a prescription drug overdose, is that what I recall? Oh. Yeah. Okay. And then, but then the thing is, is, is John Goodman's back. Yeah, no, oh, he fine. he was back. Yeah, so both of them were back together at the beginning of the Connors, and then yeah, right. she died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a good. Is, that's a good retcon. They just ignored the funeral. Yeah, that <laughs> like that was a it. good retcon where they were like, yeah, so that just didn't happen. All right, so here's okay, the thing. Now that now that that only took me three references people, and ten minutes to understand. People believe that the universe is constantly retconning via us moving between dimensions. Here is the most recent hot post. I love this. Went back to the old world yesterday. (laughs) I know. Yesterday, I woke up and immediately felt like something was different. The vibe was good. Stepped outside and I could actually smell nature again. Sun was yellow. Leaves and plants were more detailed and unique again. It was just like my old world. I even felt old time too. Maybe it was just a day that everything was hitting on all cylinders, but either way, it was lovely having a day that felt like the world I once knew and further confirms, no, it doesn't, that things have changed in some way. Today, I don't have the same feelings, so that old world vibe is over, but it was nice while it lasted. So here's what happened. I can already tell you. This person either tried marijuana for the first time. Something. Or has been on marijuana for a long time and has stopped. Let me see if they've posted in here before. Uh, No, no, no. Sorry, I'm just scrolling to see. 
Okay. Here is a post from this same person in the past. I Whenever I open a user, I have to switch to the chat only window uh, there for people who are following along live and can see stuff because there's the possibility that they also post in some like pervy places. And I don't use pervy as derogatory. If you know me, I'm, I'm often in those reddits, but anyway, uh, here's a past one. Okay. What the fuck is going on with the sunset? I'm used to the sun setting earlier today in the fall, but when did it start getting nearly totally dark by 6:40 in mid October? Normally, it's still light till early 7, 7.30, close to the end of October. Then come the first week of November, it's closer to 6.40, 6.50. And when we set the clocks back, it's dark around 5.30 to 5.40. Which is just a person just coming up with the, I feel like these are the times that this happened in the past. Like, are you right. reading out of a fucking record? Or are you just going... Uh, anyway, at this rate, it's going to be pitch black at exactly 5 p.m. when we set the clocks back. Again, at that rate comes the shortest day of the year. It will be near dark before, almost before 4 p.m. So a few things are possible here. Let's acknowledge the possibility that this person thinks it is, I suppose, possible that you traveled to a different dimension with different sunsets. Or perhaps... You don't remember correctly what time sunsets happen, or you haven't adjusted still somehow years later to the fact that we do our fall back now later than we used to do. Uh, I, feel, I don't remember how many years back, but I remember we changed that years back. Option three, <laughs> did you move north? <laughs> did yes. you Did you physically move? Because guess what? Because of the tilt of the earth, the closer you get up there, you can have longer and shorter days. That's why in some really northern places, they have like a, a night that lasts for like three months or something ridiculous where they just like see the see the sun just tickle the balls a little bit and then go away. A phenomenon not easily explained by flat earthers unless they isolate it only as a phenomenon and not how the sun operates every fucking where else. <laughs> well, you know, you know, it's funny. A lot of these just, um, a lot of these are just, you know, very, uh, <clears throat> I'm going to say imaginative. They're very imaginative solutions to just stuff that we're discovering about the brain. Like they've discovered, there's this really fascinating thing on Netflix you can watch and it's all about the brain. And the episode on memory is insane because like, for instance, they were doing nine 11 and they uh, they interviewed like something like uh, you know whatever thousands of people and compared the answers. So the thing was was that all of the people they interviewed, there had to be like a section of ten or more of them in the same place at the same time during nine eleven, and then they they interviewed them about their memory. And what they found out was everybody remembered it different. And not just from yeah. a perspective standpoint, they, uh, uh, people were adding details. Yeah. Like, like some people were, were remembering smoke that wasn't there. Some people talked about being in their like, you know, eighth grade classroom and looking out the window and remembering, you know, um, seeing, a uh, seeing the building next door. And then when they went to that classroom, there was no building next door, nor had there ever been. Right, because the first, and, as soon as you have an experience and you put it in your brain, your brain immediately starts corrupting the memory. Yeah. Which is yeah. why people who like, there's a few things on this. There are people out there who just like insist that, no, I, 
there's no way I remember it wrong. Actually, there's no way you remember it right. You no might way. remember it almost, almost completely correctly. You might have a very good memory and get a lot of the details right, but your brain immediately starts filling in gaps of the memory with guesses. Yes. It's the, literally the, like a, you, yeah, you immediately corrupt it. Yeah, the best way, like they, they, they kind of described it in a really neat visual way was they said, it's like, imagine you're in a room and you're putting the room together, like you're organizing the furniture uh, as you're walking forward. Does that make sense? So as yeah. you're walking forward, you're putting the room together. And then when you recall a memory, you're looking back and you're like you're you're now seeing the already made up room. Right. When at the time you were building it, it didn't have that those constructs yet. So, finished, for yeah. instance, it's it's like. I actually like the way somebody put this. They said, they said, sometimes your brain rearranges the furniture, which is why you might like mix up two memories Sure. where you're like, no, I remember you were wearing a blue shirt that day. And then someone's like, no, 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 no. I was wearing a blue shirt a week later when we were talking about the same thing. Right. Your, your, your brain kind of mixes stuff up. And uh, so that's why memory is a terrible, it's funny. Terrible. That's why memory is an absolutely terrible thing to go off of when trying yeah. to figure out a fact. And yet it's what our legal system is based like, on eyewitness on. accounts or yeah, it, like it's, 100%. It's terrible. Yeah. Real bad. Um, even, even in that, in that thing on Netflix and this, you know, it gets a little dark, but there was a woman who like in incorrectly identified her rapist. Right. Because right. Which is a net, word like, we, we try to avoid when we're streaming to YouTube, but yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Thanks, I'm sorry. Dom. I'm looking know, forward to this, to this stream but, making $0 cause we've just become demonetized. <laughs> sorry. sorry, 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 sorry. But the, but the point is like you, you, you can even misremember something that, in fact, if it's that deep and traumatizing, there's a very good chance you're going to misremember it right. because then there's all these new things. Of For part of survival out, so. techniques. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So and anyway, last thing before we get but, back no, no, to the retconning. Listen, listen, I'm sorry. Everything. I need a disclaimer. Everything I just said was what they want you to think. That's true. That's true. Last Everything. thing, last thing before we get back to this though. And it's a point that since we're on the topic, a person thinking you might be incorrect about your recollection of event, an event and expressing that is not gaslighting you. <laughs> Stop using the term gaslighting to mean I don't believe or accept your recollection of a memory. Gaslighting <laughs> is trying to convince a person that they are crazy. And yes. it's actually like a lot more even conspiratorial than that. It's like going out of your way, doing things like if I were to uh, if I were to every day, like switch out Dom shampoo bottles with shampoo bottles that are just otherwise the exact same, but they're five percent smaller. And I keep doing that and doing that and doing that to the point where he's like, what is what is happening? Am I growing? Yeah. What is going yeah. on? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it, it is a much more and, and and I don't have a problem with the way people change the way they use language. I have problems with the way people then hold others accountable to old definitions for new usage. Right. It, it was kind of like I was joking around with a friend about this is like, you know, <laughs> it, according to, you know, a, a lot of people nowadays, it's like, you know, there's a bajillion narcissists yeah. and a bajillion. Everybody who has changing moods 
it is bipolar. <laughs> you right. Know, it's like right. these are real diagnoses that of people real are using. Things. And like I told you about that Reddit that R slash raised by narcissists, which I like to read the stories. I I I get a level of uh you know commisery from it, but uh the the I told you about that one in there where somebody was like, hey. Has anybody else realized that they can detect a person as a narcissist within like five seconds of meeting them? And I'm right. like, no, you are no, you doing can't. the wrong. No, you cannot. No, and, you can't. And, and, all, and everybody agreed with them. So now there are all these people out there who are not only using the term wrong and brashly, they are going around just going, I'm going to just trust a gut feeling on whether or not a person is a narcissist the moment I meet them and then yeah. start treating them as such. Like you oh, are yeah. a bad person for doing that's, that. Th that's bad. That's very bad. It will also because like a lot of these things require an actual clinical diagnosis. And so, you know, <laughs> for you to assume you're able to clinically diagnose somebody based on right. your own opinion or experience. Yeah. And especially, especially if you were raised by one, because you're, you're sense, like you might be extra sensitive to sure. being on guard against it. So it's like, extra you might be perceiving somebody's intentions in a false way just because you're on guard against it. So but, much. and I will say though, like, especially for people who are victims of abuse and stuff, I, I don't have as much a problem with people that are like, yeah, I was raised by a narcissist where it's like, you might still be wrong and stuff, but as the victim of abuse, whatever's helping you understand your experience and getting through whatever, yeah. uh, at least you have that years of experience, but you shouldn't treat it as an official diagnosis. Even therapists don't diagnose themselves or the people they're close to now. That said, the fucking within five seconds, I could just tell in a way. It's like it's one of those things where I want to break my own rule and go, you know, who sounds like a narcissist when they say that? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, if you're going to use the gas word gaslighting the way it is used now, you should understand that doubting a person's gaslighting is absolutely abuse. Yeah. And so if you're going to use it the new way and then by using it the new way imply or explicitly suggest that person is abusive for doubting your memory or recollection that competes with their own, yeah. uh, you're an asshole. <laughs> Don't yes. do that. Well, and like, cause I've been, I've, I've had one instance in my life of actual gaslighting. Yeah. And the person had told me we were in a, we were in like a business relationship and the, the, we had, we had argued about, you know, like remembering stuff like, Oh, you know, I remember it like this. Well, I remember it like this or whatever. And then it was the one time, cause they looked at me and they said, well, we've already established that your memory isn't to be trusted. Right. So from here on out, we can only go with my recollection. And the thing was, was, was like, that's a little closer, words, but I don't even know if that technically Well, but the, the deal was, that's just manipulative. Right. When you said the words, we've already established that your memory can't be trusted. Nobody established anything. Right. That was their, like they right. were in their position in the argument was my memory can't be trusted. And then two days later they were like, well, we've established your memory can't be trusted because. Yeah. I guess that's more gaslight. I have determined that. It's weird because that's more gaslighty than gaslighting because gaslighting well, right. is actually an 
basically, it's like it's something you decide to do to somebody. It's something right, like right. So there is also there are things that are gaslight e like it's like oh okay I know you're saying this but let's not forget you're autistic or you're bipolar or you have ADHD right, right. that kind of stuff can where it's like every time they try to undermine you with some significance of and by the way your memory does suck but uh, no I know my memory sucks <laughs> but it's to a point where it's to a point where like in in this you know particular situation there was instance after instance for weeks sure. of somebody like this person would say something they would say i'm not comfortable with this so you have to change it and i would change the way that i operated my entire business and then when they were like why are you doing that i was like because you said this particularly makes you uncomfortable yeah and they went no i didn't i never said i would never say anything oh like yeah that. yeah sure yeah yeah. And then I'm like, what? Then why would I change everything? And that this happened like four or five or six times. It wasn't me, and then, was it? And then they'd throw with, well, Tom, are your you, memory can't be trusted. Are, it got to a point are where you venting I would out and shit talking me right now? I'm just what? I was, I was trying to turn this into a conspiracy that you're talking about me. And then I was oh. going to try to <laughs> gaslight you. Yeah. In the the time that you, I mean, this person, no, um, it got to a point where I literally had to start recording every conversation, man, it it got, it was that bad. It was to a point where I was recording every conversation just so I could go back. So, and, and so if ever they were like, I never said that or something, I could like play back the recording. It was that. But again, that's like gaslighty. However, it sounds like you were more dealing with like a pathological liar than, a, uh, yeah, yeah then so, and so it, it's kind of a matter of like the problem is, is that as soon as people hear what gaslighting is kind of like, they immediately just see it everywhere. And again, <laughs> yeah. gaslighting is so I think about something like this isn't an example of gaslighting, this is just an example of deliberate abuse. Uh, my I have an older brother who used to do things like put tools and knives in my pillowcase in the hopes I would lay my head on them and hurt myself. And like, if you just think about, it's not like he just accidentally forgot to take his tools out of my pillowcase. This was a very deliberate action. And so when you talk about like certain types of abuse, you would break it down into what is something that is a subconscious effort? What is something that are bad habits people have learned? What is things that people, uh, you know, are just kind of like shitty because they've been unchallenged and that sort of thing. And then what are people going, I want to cause harm. And gaslighting is a purposeful causing of harm. Uh, and that's where a lot of right. people mix mix it up. It's literally right. like, like I'm going to change out the, to- not, not really the toothpaste, but you could have literally right. a person just moving things around or throwing things away uh, to make sure that they disappear and then putting all of the blame on that person. Uh, you yeah. want you want people to start to wonder if they have memory loss, if they are actually losing their grip on reality. And those are like minor uh, versions of it. It can get a lot, lot worse for sure. Yeah, like like staging events and then afterwards completely unstaging them yeah. and denying they ever happened. It, it can get really bad. Yeah. And so I think there are definitely things that are gaslighty where it's sort of like, you're trying to make the person just think it's them in some state of like that they're delusional as they're confronting you. But this is the big thing. A lot of people use gaslighting uh, in, in those situations talking about you're being confronted. And then the person's like, you're just being crazy. 
And that's not what gaslighting is. Even right, though you right. can say like that's a level of, yeah, you're trying to convince them. You're trying to convince them they're crazy. Now, I don't know whether or not the term is going to develop more uh, and maybe some of those things will be accepted or it'll be more of a spectrum of gaslighting. But all I know is that like it was understood to be this maximally abusive thing, like as abusive as you can be to a person. And then it has shifted uh, to be more of a you're basically saying you doubt my memory, you doubt my experience. You're saying that maybe I'm not that the person I'm mad at might not actually be in the wrong just because I'm mad. So you're gaslighting. And now I would like to hold you to that level of abuse um, right. as though, yeah, it's supposed to literally be like, or at least in its original form, or at least what we are, what we're holding people to at the level is a true, like getting people to question their actual reality and that there maybe their sanity is slipping. Um, gotcha. Yeah. It's so, Back to this Reddit. Let's come back to, oh, this is our session news. Let's come back to uh, the Mandela effect. Okay. I've never read Dune, so I'm going <laughs> to skip this one. I haven't okay. even seen the movie yet. I, I'm, this is one of the ones that's it's definitely on my list. I, I want to go see, but. Uh, so here's when did you first experience the Mandela effect? I'm going to go with when I first learned about it, which was around 2018, uh, only a few years ago. But apparently most people in this poll, I had to vote to see the results, but only 72 people voted. Rock Band 2 ME makes me look like a fool. All right, here's one we can all, because we all played Rock Band, every single one of us. And if you think right. right now, if you're watching and you're going, no, I never played Rock Band, you're actually, you're crazy. Right. Well, that's you know what? No, I, Even that's not. I played Guitar Hero. I don't know that I ever did Rock Band. Yeah. So, so let's, I, I was, I was doing a jokey example of gaslighting, but it wasn't actually gaslighting. Now, it would have been if I had been like, you're being crazy. Yes, you did play. And then you're like, no, I didn't. And then I go over your closet and I open it and I go, then what's this rock band controller here doing? But in reality, I had put that controller there sometime in the past couple months so I could win this argument. <laughs> like that, <laughs> that would be gaslighting. Uh, yes. All right. For fuck's sake, here I am trying to strike up a conversation with someone, even if it's one of those things where every message and reply is a month apart and the Mandela effect strikes again. Long story short, I quite vividly remember playing suspect device on one of those guitar games. I think it was Rock Band 2, but it could have been Guitar Hero 3. The reason that I remember this so vividly is that it was a song that I had recently gotten familiar with and was pretty excited to see it in the game. Friend let me know that it wasn't going to be as cool as I thought. He was right. It was really slow and lame. Fast forward to an eon later, and I figured out why it was so lame. There's two versions. The original is awesome. The re-recorded clean version is not so awesome. The game was obviously not rocking the version with the explicit lyrics, and probably would have had its own cover version based on the clean version. I relayed this article of Revelation in my conversation attempt, only to think of double checking after I hit send. Now I look like a moron because suspect device was not on any of those games. Engage profanity. I'm very quickly growing tired of all the crap that I don't actually know because it's a divergence. This is my problem. 
I'm tired of the crap I don't actually know because it's a divergence. How have you come to that conclusion that that is the most (laughs) likely scenario? Yeah. (laughs) And not even like, dude, I've had dreams that I've had to remind myself aren't actual memories. Right. Do you know what I mean? And for the sake of my own sanity, yes, I was indeed familiar with this song during that time period. I have an MP3 of the clean version, which I saved in 2006 and modified in 2008. And so, like, look, there's probably elements of the story that are true. You probably really wished at one point it would come to one of those games. There was probably another song that you were very excited then showed up. And now you've combined the two memories, which we do all the time. In fact, isn't it with memories? So if I remember something the first mm-hmm. time, yeah. I am remembering the event. But does isn't the way the mo- way that memory works is the second time I'm actually remembering the last time I remembered it? Do you know what I mean? Maybe. You're actually That's remembering a, yeah. the last memory, not maybe. the actual event. Maybe, yeah. And I mean, you know, it's funny. You can't say maybe, yeah, enthusiastically. That sounds like we're so full of shit. <laughs> maybe. No, I, I've, what I I'm think saying that's is I've never heard that. I've never heard that, but it sounds like it could be legitimate. Yeah. Because of the way um, your neurons you know, move, like not neurons, yeah. the way your memory moves its placement and well, shit. What's interesting too is you can fabricate memories. Like you can literally make up in your mind memories that never happened. I've done it. So for instance, um Oh, have I, I had have I had an old super chat on the screen for this entire stream, or did that just happen recently? I hope that didn't I, just happen recently. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. So for instance, so I remember the first fight I got in was in first grade and long story short, um, I got in a fight with an older kid. I was in whatever grade and he was, he was in fifth or something. But the thing was, was I, the way I remember it was the way I told my parents, I went home and I made this story of here's what happened. And I very clearly remember Maybe adding some stuff about how he was being extra mean to me and defending a friend and all of this. And I remember there was some, I was embellishing quite a bit. Uh, What I mean is like, my point is I don't remember the exact way it happened. The memory that I have formulated in my mind is what I told my parents. I feel like do you, one, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. I, I so like here here we are all these years later, and I can actually recall that moment, and I recall the story I told my parents. But yeah. when I think even deeper, I remember. Wait, no, some of that I made up, and I think it was far less interesting. I think it was more like I was running up a slide, and he said I couldn't he wouldn't let me up the slide and I punched him. Like it was something very dry like that. Sure. But I, I had, I had made this whole story and I actually, I actually remember vividly the events that I had fabricated to my parents all sure. those years ago. Sure. And look, I, I feel like we all do it. I feel like every single person at some point has said, yeah, it was a while back though. So I don't remember in response to the question, have you seen the movie X? When what really happened is you didn't see that movie. Oh, yeah, you didn't see that movie. Yeah. You never saw that movie. 
I feel like and, a good exercise for anybody who believes this kind of stuff is if you're so sure of your memory, just go like watch old videos of yourself and tell me you remember every second of those experiences. I'm seeing YouTube videos from my first days on the platform where I'm like, I have no recollection of ever recording that video. I, that freaks me out. I mean, it genuinely scares me when that happens. Like I'll look at a picture and I'll be like, I don't remember this day at all. Yeah, this day, this event. But it's just because our memories aren't perfect. Well, and also it's because your brain, your, your brain has this really nice way of filtering pertinent information. Yeah. So it only remembers the things that it deems necessary for like survival in your oh personality. Oh my God, that, my brain is such a pervert. Because <laughs> the stuff that it makes me remember. Oh my God. Yeah. I, it only remembers stuff that's like pertinent to your identity or your Have you ever lost stuff? an entire afternoon desperately trying to find an old dirty video on the internet that was popular in like 2005? You're like, man, in 2005, I watched the hell out of this <laughs> one video and I cannot yeah. find it anywhere. It doesn't exist. Well, you know what's funny too? Well, we're on the topic of like the Mandela effect and people, people essentially like coming up with really elaborate and, yeah. and, you know, very imaginative conclusions to something because we don't have an answer for it. I was so bummed out when I found out what deja vu actually is, or at least what, like, you know, a, a neuroscience talked when a neuroscience talked about, it. I think it still hasn't been confirmed, but this was at least, um, wrap this, this up quick. Cause I want to, I want to, I want to read way more of these and you have to leave and Dom is limiting okay, okay. our time yeah, no, together be, today. It, it'll be quick. But when, when I was younger, you know, you hear deja vu and there are movies about the phenomenon of deja vu. Yeah. Like there's the Denzel Washington one. That's all about time traveling and sure. all this stuff. And my favorite was an X-Files episode where it was essentially like, like the great creator is actually like edit. It's like an editing system. And whenever you're having deja vu is where your day was spliced in editing. Ah. Like it, it's very, there were, there was a lot of cool explanations for it. Now, granted, I never took any of these as like, Oh yeah, that's definitely what happens, but it's just a fun imaginative way to think about something we don't know the answer to. And then Dom, be no Dom believes that four dimensional people watch us just so you guys know. I don't believe that. <laughs> We don't have time to hash it, anyway, but, anyway, but it was anyway. a discussion we had once. I have, I, I love that. That book was written by Carl Sagan. Anyway, so. um, It could be, but Carl Sagan was a skeptic, so he didn't actually believe that. He just offered it as a possibility. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the, the point is. Welcome to space. <laughs> the point is, is that uh, what this neuroscientist said deja vu actually was is it's one of your eyes because your eyes are just extensions of your brain. Yeah. It's, it's one of your eyes receiving the information and logging it in the brain about like an 18th of a second before the other eye. And wow. so, so what happens is one eye is logging the information to the brain, but it's not until both eyes catch up that it's like stored so that, so then you're going like, I've been here before. I've seen this before. What's going on? And it's just this kind of, you know, slight, slight uh, offset where, one, right. you know, one eye is taking a second to catch up. It makes sense. And, and somebody in the chat mentioned something that I was aware of with somebody else 
uh, which is that their form of epilepsy caused them to experience deja vu up to 50 times a day. Wow. And so at that wow. point, it's like, yeah, it's in the brain, y'all. <laughs> this is not. Right, right, right. And, yeah. and, and, but the thing was, I remember hearing that. It's like, man, that is fascinating. But it, you know, it's, it's way more fun, in my opinion, sure. to think Shh. that we're getting spliced in an editing program. Dimensional travel? Are you kidding me? How sexy yeah. does that sound? It's just bullshit. So, it's all right, let's read some more. It's way more fun to think that. This is a person who has posted a photo of a coconut tree and wrote, coconut tree has now branches? What the fuck? And it's basically a coconut tree that's split into two at the top. couple of things. You're thinking of palm trees. <laughs> Sorry, I'm dying because I was thinking of a palm tree. <laughs> I know. I'm like, yeah, coconut trees can split. And you know what? A palm tree can probably split too. I okay. My beard has split ends. So certainly a tree can as well. But oh, I just love Oh wow. I, I'm just like that was fun in my heart. That yeah. was funny. <laughs> All right. So here's another one. Who are you? I'm Batman. This is something my brothers and I would quote over and over again. Excuse me. When the Michael Keaton movie came out, I revisited the scene as an adult after watching Suits quote it in the way they did. And it changed to what are you? I didn't know about the Mandela effect, so I figured it, we must have heard it wrong. But now I am not so sure. Now yes. I've come up with a way that my ego can't even handle that maybe we... And look, a lot of these things happen. Fucking a lot of people think that uh, Darth Vader at some point says, Luke, I am your father. I was just about to say that. But he doesn't. He goes, I didn't kill your father. And it was to the point that I, the first time I saw Star Wars, I was a, aware of the Luke, I am your father and was then surprised when it wasn't said. Yes, yes. I uh, because, didn't kill your well, father. And, I and am your father. Here's the thing. And you know what I blame for that? Especially our generation. And once again, a reference that's just going to ring true with this audience so hard. It's because of the movie Tommy Boy. Could be. Do you remember yeah. Tommy Boy? Wait, what did I say we say when we lie? A long time ago, but I don't remember it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... There's this great scene in, in Make Tommy it 10 Boy seconds. With, I want to read way more of these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you Chris have 20 minutes. Farley, Chris Farley has like a robot hand and he's speaking into a, a a fan and the fan's making it go, ooh, and he's going, Luke, I am your father. Oh, right. right? Yeah. And, and that's what like I always thought the line was. It's a very yeah. common misconception. Yeah, I, I guess I feel like I had a certain level of I can't ever be wrong in my past where like to be wrong felt like the biggest emasculating ego attacking thing that right. could happen. Right. And I just figured that most people grow out of it because I did eventually turn nine. <laughs> no, it, it was a little later in life than that, honestly. Oh, yeah. yeah. But you know, I remember that's why that's I why like anybody who's like young and works in, in like certain professions where you have to ask them clarifying questions is terrible Yeah, because I'll, I'll be talking to somebody and I'll go, wait, so what about this? And then I can tell their answer is, I don't know, but they'll be like, Oh well. my God. Yeah. And they're about to just give me some answer because they think an answer will satisfy me. When honestly, if you don't know, for God's sakes, just go, you know what? I don't know. And I will go, Hey, 
great. I Dude, mean, like I'm, I am people who just automatically get on the defensive, which some of it is a trauma response. And like, uh, uh I, I shouldn't right. talk I shouldn't right. say who right. it is, but somebody we both know who has done work for me in the past. There were times where I would be like, Hey, are uh can we get this done today? And instead of just no, which I would have accepted, and like I feel like enough people around me know if you're just straight with me and tell me, I never with my own employees. I've been so mad at my own employees before and never once issued an, a, a fucking consequence. Other than like a, hey, I don't like that this has happened, but there's never been a write up. There's never been a like, and like, or, and then when people need to just take time off or whatever, I just accept it. And it was like, all right, cool. Well, as soon as you can get back, get back to it. Anyway, so it was this individual who just immediately got like super, diff- when I was like, hey, can we get such and such done today? And it was something that was kind of, we were crunching for time. It'd been a while. We'd been talking about getting it done, but it still hadn't been done. Uh, but I was just, in, can we get this done today? And I got this like, these paragraphs back of all the reasons why it couldn't happen today. Right. And so then I just wrote back. So is the answer? No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cause no well, would have worked. Yeah. It's, that's a very common trauma response too. I mean, yeah. another, like what I'll do is imagine this, like, like lie about time or destination and stuff. Yeah. And it's like, it's, you know, if you had an overbearing parent or someone in that thing, to where if you ever had to tell them no, they would freak out. Right. Or they wanted you to be doing more than you'd done or something like that. It's very common to start just being essentially afraid that you're going to get ridiculed for having to say no or right. ridiculed for having to, you know, say what you assume is I, not what the other person wants to I'm hear. surprised both of us aren't worse since we both had at least one parent who would respond to things like that by trying to humiliate you. Oh, oh, therapy, baby. Yeah. All therapy. I was a, I was an absolute mess until I went to therapy and someone started like pointing this stuff out to me. I feel and like I I've gone like, to therapy, oh. but I, I don't feel like that specific thing I worked on, but I, I know I said, I feel like I've gone to therapy. I, I know I've gone to therapy. <laughs> I don't just feel like it. I, I was trying to explain the feelings of the next thing. I got ahead of myself. All right, let's read more of these. All right, let's do it. Over 30 years of the same reoccurring dream. Hello, this isn't a story. It isn't made up or anything like that. What I'm about to share with everyone is 100% true. Tell me that what you're about to say is a big lie without telling me it's a big lie. Anyway, (laughs) this horrific scenario and these dreams that I've had since a child seems to potentially be a future that nobody wants to, but may experience. Okay. Well, you can't say it's a hundred percent true and it may happen. I'm not saying it will happen, but it looks like a 50, 50 chance. It might, or already is happening in various places around the world. The dream is a repeating dream since the age of five. So here it is. Me and my family are being transported in a paddy wagon with dark tinted windows, uh, tinted out windows, handcuffed and shackled, being escorted by what seems to be military or army. They're taking us somewhere to be held as prisoners. You know, what's weird is I have, I have, so far, the dream that they're describing is a recurring dream I have. And I feel no like, way. yeah, it's, it's, so it's not always a paddy wagon. Sometimes it's like a police boat and we're usually in New York and it's me and my family being transported. Let me tell you how my dream ends so that I, I, we, we don't have to worry about me lying. Uh, <laughs> as I read the rest of the story, uh, the way my dream ends is we're being escorted somewhere and we're in restraints and I'm with my family and it's pretty dark out. And then you start to see, some like you start to hear pops 
And my dad says something along the lines of like, we all knew tonight would end in a, in a hail of bloody gunshots. He says a sentence, the word bloody gunshots is consistent in all of them. Anyway, so we're being moved to somewhere and it's kind of dark. And uh, any of the time that we're on a boat, that's kind of like the ferries in New York, uh, we start to then see these little pops in the sky and you look up at them and then you start to realize, and this is horrifying to see in the dream, but if you actually think about it, it's a little comical, morbidly. It's people being catapulted into the sky and then for some reason shot out of the sky by the military. And so they're wow. like, so they're like, they're like launching people into the sky and then blowing them up to kill them with like a gun from the air. And the reason why I say that's kind of comical is why waste the bullets? They're going to die. Yeah. You don't need yeah, them to like- blow up. But, but they, yeah. they And, and the way you all, I would always see them blow up is like, basically they're, everything from the center of their torso would just like spread away from each other. So their head pops away, their arms pop away in different directions. Like anyway, so that's the, uh, that's the similar dream. It'd be really weird if this guy now describes that. dream. Oh, that's right. That's right. I posted this. No, I'm kidding. Okay. (laughs) No, here I go. Uh, they are taking us somewhere to be held as prisoners. So already different though. I think that is the implication of my dream is that we're going to like a camp or something. When we get there, they take us out of the paddy wagon and we are at an airfield surrounded by chain link fences with barbed wire. There are others arriving as well. We are surrounded by soldiers with guns. It seems like there was a major disaster or something worse happened. The sky is clear, but we don't see any commercial planes in the sky. So far, he's just describing the plot of a lot of movies. And I feel like this person as a five-year-old saw (laughs) one of them. Anyway. There is a lot of force involved. They separated everyone out from each other and combined them to cells this size of a walk-in closet, the size of a walk-in closet. It has a steel door, a toilet, sink, and a cot for a bed. We were given red jumpsuits with black numbers on them. There was a major scarcity in food and normal supplies. The food was rationed and so was the water. There was a mess hall. We would all be taken there to eat one time a day and we could go outside for 30 minutes a day. If you don't follow the rules, you lose your privileges to eat. Wow, this is, I've never had a dream go this long and be this detailed. But at this point, I've switched to a different stress dream about my nails shrinking into my hand or something. But anyway, right, right. if you don't follow the rules, you lose your privileges to eat and go outside. The rules are no, no talking to anyone, no eye contact and communication of any kind. One guy got shot for seeing his wife and running to her right in front of her and their daughter. I feel like they're also just mixing in a ton of Holocaust stories right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it, yeah. People would yeah. disappear. I knew they killed them. Everyone did. We knew it was a matter of time before we were next. As they were killing people off, they were bringing in more. Kill 10, bring 10 more. They wanted something, and the people who wouldn't comply were tracked down and hunted, abused, and if they still wouldn't comply with their orders, they were killed. The ones who complied were let go with an ankle monitor on and had to show a paper to pass through random checkpoints, which were military or army. There were no police. There was a pregnant woman. There's a lot of typos in this. And because there was no father, they had no background on him. So they sent her to be executed and the baby as well. This was the United States and it was a disaster. It's a really depressing feeling dream. The dream gives me and recurring for the last 30 years. I keep a dream diary and I have since I learned to read and write. Uh, It's another detail I'm skeptical of. I have had other dreams come true many years later. And that is the scariest part of it all. Now look at, 
what is going on right now around the world with the pandemic, supply shortages and economy. Look at Australia and other countries creating camps, green and red zones, etc. I would like to know what camps refers to there. That is what I say by a 50-50 that this can come true. Thanks for reading. Thanks for wasting my time. You saw a Holocaust movie as a kid, and now you're putting a bunch of, your brain's putting in a bunch of other details. And as a nightmare, it doesn't sound like an enjoyable one to have, but this concept of like, it's significant to me, so it must be significant right. to you. I remember well, I thought I, I woke up one day having had a dream that me and this woman I worked with, who was like 10 to 12 years older than me, had had a child together. And I woke up so attached to that child that didn't exist that I thought I might be in love with that woman. And so like that day I saw her and we didn't work directly together, but I was like, I was like, Hey, uh, let's talk more. How are things? Uh, How's uh how's your family like trying to find out if things are rocky for her and her husband <laughs> like just a fucking yes. but I was so attached like it, and and that was me making my dream somebody else's problem. Well yeah and and here's the thing too um and I say this with a bit of trepidation like you there's a lot of privilege in that as well. And what I mean is you know and you know this Jimmy when when you grow up in a very religious home, everybody gets very, especially when it's a Christian. Oh, religious, yeah. Everybody gets very scared of like the Holocaust. I mean, not the Holocaust, but the like Armageddon, end times, book of Revelation kind of stuff. And they start, you know, thinking that anything they don't like is a sign of it and blah, 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 blah. And I remember talking with somebody who was very religious and, and they were saying, I'm just so scared of that happening. I'm so scared of that happening. And the thing is, is that, someone being scared of that happening and, and don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that wouldn't be awful. I'm not saying that wouldn't be terrible. I'm not saying that wouldn't be horrendous. What I'm saying is this kind of stuff happens all over the world every single day. Sure. This kind of stuff is happening all over. And it's not to say that it's been happening. It's happened. It's happened since the dawn of human civilization, there has been, you know, mass incarceration, torture, war, all, slavery, all, genocide, slavery, yeah. all sorts of awful stuff. And the thing is, is that. And so people when, get, yeah, they're like, when I'm hear, predicting that this thing that's happened a million times before might happen again. He's yeah, not even and, but, sure no, what, they're, what they're really saying. And this is why I'm saying it's coming from a place of privilege is what they're really saying is I'm afraid this might happen to me sure. and the rest of us privileged folks. Yeah, that's true. You know, and, and, and that's why, like, I want to read another, I, I went through this phase where I was very, very afraid something like that would happen. And, and through therapy, I found out, you know, a lot of it has to do with depression. A lot of it has to do with if you haven't purged a lot of cortisol in your body, then the cortisol, the stress hormone, the fight or flight will manifest in your dreams. And because it needs somewhere, some oh, yeah. kind of outlet and having all that stress chemical in your body is going to come out somewhere and, you know, cortisol is to save your body from death. And if it's still sitting around, there's a physiological part of it that's saying you're going to die, you're going to die. So when you fall asleep and dream, you're having dreams, gruesome dreams of death and stuff. But um, other than that, it's like I, I went through a weird phase where I was afraid of that and thinking everything's going to happen and blah, 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 blah. 
And, and then I realized every fear that I had, I knew somebody who had been through, like, I was so afraid I was going to lose a child. Well, I know people who've lost children and I was so afraid I was going to get a disease. Well, I know people who have had like limbs cut off because of disease. And the thing is, is like, they're fine. They've survived. They're happy, you know? Uh, and, and I realized like, really what I was afraid of is that I hadn't really experienced anything like that in my life. And I was terrified I would. Sure. At the end of the day. I want to read more. You know, but the, the funny thing is these, you always hear this stuff during a democratic president in the United States. And it's always oh, yeah. religious Republican people sure. going, Oh, there's a Democrat now it's time for the end times. It's coming even further. And everybody thinks Jesus is coming back during their day and all this kind of yeah. shit. I want to read more. Dom yeah. is making us end in six minutes, just so everybody knows. That's why I keep trying to push him along. Yeah, with my irresponsibility, having to pick up my children. You could have wrapped it up. <laughs> Weak-ass pullout game. Saw a purgatory <laughs> post on this. Uh, here are my thoughts. For the past several years, I've seen things go entirely south in ways that they've never before. You see abortion rights being rolled back in several countries, including supposedly progressive ones like Germany and, of course, the U.S. state of Texas. You see a resurgence of neo-Nazis, racism, and sexism like never before. Even with gays and trans people, I feel like at the start of the 2010s, they were oddly enough more tolerated. Remember how popular the show Glee was? In the last five years or so, you see this resurgence of hatred toward LGBTs. So uh, just so far, for the record, it it actually is still getting better. But the, basically, it's, it's uh, what Will Smith said about people being killed by police and black people being uh, targeted and stuff. It's yeah. not that it's happening more. It's that it's being filmed more. It's that yeah. it's louder than ever. Exactly. Anyway, poverty and homelessness is much more common and visible than it was in 2011. How many tent cities did you see in your city back then? Uh, with all of this combined, considering everything all together, the prior social progress and social unity we made at the start of 2010s was reversed. This does not seem like the world we lived in before. Societies change, but these changes are extremely abnormal. Why does it feel like hell world? Why was COVID handled so absolutely poorly? People were just apathetic to the deaths in ways that didn't seem human. They're still apathetic to it. What are you talking about? Were <laughs> you have to wonder if we're really all in purgatory. You put everything together with all the other weird stuff like time moving faster and all the Mandela effects. It really makes you wonder time isn't moving faster. Our perception of time changes throughout our life. There'll be periods of time in our life where we feel like it's going faster and there'll be times in our life where it feels like it is going slower. As uh, somebody who went through some real fucking shit earlier this year, I can tell you that my time was going fast and then it slowed way the fuck down. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. Your perception of time is still a mental experience. I don't really care about these specific movie and book ones. Uh, this is a clearly, this is a person trying to prove that... Um, that uh, uh, C-3PO was all gold in a photo that is clearly shot with a very warm white balance, as you can tell by how fucking yellow uh, R2-D2 is. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Um, C-3PO. C-3PO wasn't all gold? He's a bright color that's a little bit goldish, but it is actually like if you put it in just regular light, he looks more silver. Really? Yeah. Okay. Anatomy changes post-2012. Has anyone else noticed anatomy changes since 2012? People are bigger and taller now. <laughs> Could yeah. it be that you grew? <laughs> and, yeah. And like, 
I swear, when I was in eighth grade, people were so small. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's true. people are bigger it's and taller true. now. Average man has to be like six foot, 240 pounds. Okay. So as far as where you are in the world, the average height of a person changes. The six foot average, the 5'11 average has been the same in the U.S. for like for men for a while. Our oh, average weight, I don't know, whatever it is, it's been the same for a long time. Our average weight has gone up because of an obesity epidemic. Yep. One that I am enthusiastically a part of. <laughs> anyway, regardless, the average person uh, is significantly taller and larger than pre-2012. Not taller, just possibly larger. Animals act different. Most of my animals barely bark or meow. They act different. I think this person's joking almost. Body changes. My frame and rib cage seem to get much larger overnight. I'm in the same size at 213 pounds now as I was at like 1999 before 2012. So some of the stuff they're just describing is called aging. Even most yeah, of my animals well, barely bark or meow. They aged. <laughs> yeah. And and other stuff too that it's it's very important. Like cognitive bias plays a massive role in all of these. Oh yeah. To where if you are now focused on something, your brain creates the illusion that it's everywhere when the truth is it's always been there. You just weren't focused on it. The The example everybody gives is when you buy a new car and you've never seen that car before and then you see it everywhere on the street. It's not that there's any miraculous thing going on. It's the fact that your brain is now like cognizant of it and can point it out. Uh, I just want to, okay. Remember a different kind of meat talking with my parents last week. And this came back to me. It is really shaking me. And I feel like I'm going crazy as a kid. I remember Turkey for Christmas, but for Thanksgiving, we had this other kind of meat that seems to no longer exist in this timeline. It was a white meat, but tasted sort of like beef. I remember having this up until I left for college in 2009. Then the top comment says, sounds like it could have been some kind of pork or some really good tofu Turkey. My best friend used to date a guy who would only eat meat if he killed it himself so she always had to eat non-meat foods when they were living together when we'd hang out we'd get fast food burgers and he never knew lol she told me all the time that the nuggets she got get tasted fairly close to the real ones and the burgers were pretty close to real burgers maybe it was something like that and then apparently somebody left the comment imagine thinking your reality has changed but really you just forgot pork existed fucking lol and Ahmad removed that comment said imagine going to sub and thinking your arrogant antagonistic attitude would be welcomed by others also imagine thinking that people would actually let themselves get insulted and think oh wow that d-bag has a point I don't know I feel like that mod overreacted yeah well, and, and, and I, all I can think of is my kids are the pickiest eaters in the world. And one thing that I can get them all eat to, to eat is chicken wings. And one time they, they I, I let them pick the chicken wings from the um, store and they all, they didn't realize it, but they picked tofu chicken wings. Oh, that's funny. And, and I didn't tell them. I was like, no, because if I tell them they're going to freak out. So I let them eat it and they were fine. They were like, oh, and they ate it all. And now I just imagine like 10 years later them going like, don't you remember one time chicken wings were a little spongy and white <laughs> and now they're coarse. Right. And, you know, like, and the truth is like your parents just lied to you. Like, you, you know, we, it was spam. It was spam the whole time. And we told you it was, you know, he's actually from a timeline where they ate pterodactyls. 
<laughs> That's clearly what's gotta be. Gotta be. Gotta be. Another one about how dark it's gotten to earlier. Uh, and then there are people where they will post things that they call residue, where it's like, ah, here's proof. As though, like, they, it's impossible people could be faking book covers with Berenstein on it. Right. When Berenstein money. Remember when Ben Stein's money? Yeah. Remember when Do we just accepted he ben was. Ben Stein's money? Ben Stein. No. A very, very young Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, I don't remember that. Oh, I just Mandela affected you, Jimmy. No, I just don't remember I know, it. I know. I never really watched the but show. Go back. Jimmy Jimmy Kimmel was the original host of Wayne cool. Benstein's Money. Clothes fit completely different nowadays. You grew. You got <laughs> older. <laughs> Any gamers here? My boyfriend potentially found a League of Legends Emmy last night of all things. Oh, I wish you could say, Tom, stay, Tom. I want to just do this for the rest of the... We should pick this back up on my other... Yeah. Uh, shows soon. Let's do it. It's fun. Yeah. All right. Well, everybody, we got to go because Dom ruins everything. Uh, <laughs> I have kids. They want to come home. They need rides. They can't just walk five miles. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that you'll all remember this as one of your favorite shows or you'll be moved to a reality in which it was. Thank you all for joining. <laughs> Dom, say goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye.